Welcome to OSSB Inside and Out, a podcast about staff member and alumni experiences at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Each week, we interview someone from the Ohio State School for the Blind about their experiences. Now, here's your host, Brendan Hamblin. Welcome back to another episode. Today, with me on the phone, I've got an OSSB alumni, Alex Schroeder. How are you doing today, Alex? Good. How are you doing? I am doing just fine. It's nice sunny day outside. Granted, it's only 28 degrees outside, but it's a nice day. Uh, so you guys are actually a little bit warmer. We're about 25 here. It is sunny, but we are a little bit more north, you guys. Oh, right. We You're up in Toledo, so. Yeah. Um, that's kind of something we deal with. So it always, when I used to go down to school, I loved it because I could go down there and it would be couple degrees warmer. Degrees, 10 degrees warmer. And I loved it. And then my parents would call me and be like, hey, how's the weather? I'd be like, oh, it's this. So it was, you know, we always enjoyed that. <laughs> right. So you started at OSSB which grade and what year? Okay, so years, I kind of get my years mixed up. But I did start around 10th grade. So that would be if we can figure out what that would be then. Well, let's start with last year. Let's start with what year did you graduate? And we'll track it back to Well, from I there. graduated in 2019. I did the extra year oh, for the okay. uh, STEP program. Aha. Uh-huh. So you are one of the STEP, uh, STEP students. Yeah. So I did the extra year. Um, that year there was three of us. I think now they actually have up to like 10 or something. It's gotten pretty big. Yeah. But uh, so it's getting bigger. But I was kind of like we were kind of like the last year on the old system. I guess they've done some changes. But um, really, it was kind of fun. It was only three of us. So we had a lot of fun experiences. We loved it. I mean, it was just probably one of the best years ever. I know um, some of the teachers had told us, you know, you guys are kind of lucky. This is one of the smaller groups. and. Right. They kind of just said at the beginning of the year, they said, you know, it's your program. You make it what you want to be. And if there's something you guys want to try, you know, we're not we're not going to say no. We're going to let you guys do it. Um, and it was kind of awesome because we were kind of the experiment group. They let us do marching band. Some of us did sports, which had never really happened before. Right. Um, there was just all these awesome things. And it just you know, it was really kind of fun that we were kind of like the guinea pigs, I guess, you know. There was some things in the middle that we had to work on, but it was a lot of fun because we just loved it. You know, we got to do so many cool opportunities, and that was something that, the you know, Mr. Ramsey touched on at the end, how he thought it was so cool that they wanted us to do all these things and just all that. And it was really, really fun. I loved it. <laughs> right. Sounds like, a, sounds like you had a lot of fun in the STEP program. They... Wanted me to do that, but I knew what I wanted to do by that point, and they kept, I don't want to say nagging, but they kept getting on me about doing it, and I was like, nope, I'm going to go this route, and I went that route, and I didn't need it, so. Yeah, and you know, the funny thing is, the route that I planned on doing in the STEP program is actually, I'm doing something completely different what I thought it was going to be. And but, sometimes life takes you in a completely different route. Yeah, and as you know, that can happen easily. 
So it's just kinda, yes, I can. I don't really, you know, I always kind of look at the step program as you can look at it as suggestions. Right. Um, and I think a lot of us, but I've talked to some students that did it, have gone in complete exact opposite directions. You know, unfortunately, you can't always prove what's going to happen out in the future. <laughs> right. Um, let's go back to your... Or your typical education time at OSSB before you entered the STEP program. What are some well, memories or anything well, that so, stick out from your time? Well, so I did um, the marching band, which I loved. I was really fortunate. They let me come back this year as an alumni to go down to Florida for the Outback trip, which I really liked. Right. That was a lot of fun. It was. And then I got to do Chicago. I'm not sure if you were on that trip or not. I don't know. Did you go to Chicago? I was was that after you? I I had graduated before the Chicago trip, but I went went as an alumni. Oh, okay, cool. So you were able to go down to Chicago, too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yep, that Um, one was a lot of fun, too. I don't, I think that was really it. I mean, I kind of did, I did the small trips, like, you know, obviously Circle Rail and that type of thing, which I really liked. Right. Um, but the big two for me were the Florida trip and Chicago, and I actually felt like I got more out of this Florida trip than I did Chicago. Chicago was more performing-based, not really much sightseeing. Um, so that's what I liked about this, that we had more free time and it was more just, getting to hang out with everybody and see everybody again. You know, I hadn't seen them for almost a year. Right. So that was probably the best part, and I loved just that part of it. Um, and I did, in the education piece, I was there, you know, during the summer, and I did all the summer camps and everything. And then I would just kind of, you know, the one thing I regret, and I just, you know, tell people that are still at the school, don't assume just because it's your first year down there, oh, I can just hang around and not really do anything. Right. I didn't really get involved until my second year, which I regret and some not regret. You know, I was still getting acclimated to the community and getting used to the school, but it's hard for me because I look at it and say, oh, I really wasted that first year. Right. And I think I had a lot of separation anxiety from being gone from home for that long period because I had never really experienced that. Um, I definitely understand that. I don't know if you had that or not, but I did. It was hard the first couple years. Yeah, it was a struggle for me the first couple minutes of being down there, but I still relatively know what you mean. I know where you're coming from. It's just hard because, you know, you're two hours away. It's something to adjust to, yeah. It is, and I think that was what my anxiety the first year took upon me and I wish unfortunately it would have changed but then my second year I was more comfortable I knew people and that's when I was really okay I can start getting involved and feel more comfortable doing stuff right and you know I talked to Miss Brewitt about it she said you know she said you don't have she said we can get you in sports and you know really help you and I think that's what really helped too and it just I think that's really what I have to appreciate, you know, talking with Bruin about all that, because I think that really helped 
because I just told her, I said, you know, I don't like this. I'm not, I just, I mean, I don't really know what I can do. And she said, you know, she said, there's a lot of things out of the school we can get you in. And I think that was really a big push. You know, she really pushed to get me involved with that type of stuff. Right. And I believe without her, I probably would have not done half the stuff I did. And that's what I really appreciate. You know, the teachers and youth readers and things that really push you to get involved with those things. And, you know, my first year, I kind of thought they were just sort of pushing me to get involved with too many things, you know, but then I learned it's so that you're not just hanging out in the dorms 24-7 so that you're not just bored after school. Right. Exactly. I get it. I've been there, too. So, yeah, I definitely get it. Um, were you, you just kind of, like, figuring that out, too. Yeah. Right. I was, I was five or six because I started in second grade, so... Those really didn't, and I didn't start staying till a couple years after I started at OSSB. But right, I still know what you where you're coming from and what you're meaning. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, let's see. Were you in any sports other than band, or did you just do band? Well, I did the athletics. And I mentioned that um, right. I did forensics and cheerleading, which okay. I really liked. Right, cheerleading was a lot of fun. Um, my first year of cheerleading, I attempted to be the mascot, but I was terrified in that because I couldn't really see. It ended right. up giving me some night terrors. I guess you can put word it <laughs> is the best way of putting it. Right, um, that's the not so drawn out piece of it. I was very nervous about it and ended up actually my first year. Um, if we can go back on that part, actually, I didn't end up going down to the competition because I ended up quitting cheerleading my first year because I was terrified of the costume that I was wearing. It just scared me because I couldn't see. Right. And because my vision is so limited. Right. Um, it just wasn't really for me. And I was sweating a lot in there and I just couldn't do it. And so we learned, okay, maybe the next year I wasn't going to do it. So. You know, come the next year, they pull out the costume, and I immediately go right back to that. It scared me because I just, you know, seeing the face and everything. Right. So and I having... talked to the coach about it, and she was really, you know, nice. And she said, you know, just remember, you're not in the costume anymore. It's just someone underneath. It's just a costume. You know, I understand it can look scary looking. Right. And she knew that because she knew that I was scared of it because right. the face and stuff was a little intimidating for me. and. Costume people kind of scare me anyway. I'm not really one that really likes that type of stuff. Uh-huh. Like when I was in Disney, I was fine with it. Right. But I don't like to be spooked easily. I can get spooked very, very easily. And that's something I've always been. I'm not really one that enjoys that type of stuff, you know. Right. So, Everybody has their own pet peeve or what, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And so, you know, what they did was when I went down the second year, and they pulled out the costume. They pulled me aside and they let me like feel the face again and just kind of get acclimated to it just so that I wasn't as scared just because it was, you know, because they said you're going to have to deal with it. And then I was fine. Right. But I think it was just kind of the first year I hadn't really seen it before. So they explained it to me, but I didn't fully understand what it was like until I got inside of it and put on the mask and couldn't see anything. <laughs> right. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's kind of my way of looking at it. Right. I know. Um, now, I know you were a part of Rise Above. Yeah, I was. So I did that with you the first year. And then after that, after you left, we kind of regrouped. And, and a group of us got together and sort of redid the situation. Right. Revamped um, it or I. restarted it. Yeah. So we kind of took it off your format, but then I also had, you know, did some research on my own about different groups and things and, you know, that type of thing going there back and forth. So we just said, okay. So it was, there was a group that I was, somewhat part of in another organization outside of the school. Right. And I kind of liked their way of running things a little bit, but mm-hmm. not fully. I just was kind of looking at some other options. And I, you know, talked to the counselor at the time, Miss Terry, who is still there. Right. And said, hey, I have this awesome idea. What do you think about it? And she said, well, I'm going to have to, she said, well, we're going to have to write up a little thing about our group and what we want to do and go to school administration. Right. So we wrote it, and it took us a while. It took us a couple months. We had a rough start in the beginning. You know, we had to do some paving out, as you can call it. You know, that type of thing. I know. I've been there. I had to go through that with creating the original group or the original chapter of the group anyway, because there was an original, original group out of Thornville at the time, and I had found the lady who started it through OSSB because she came to be a guest speaker at something the English teacher at the time was doing. So after she came to OSSB, I got in contact with her and got a part of the actual group. And then later on down the line, I thought this would be a good idea for OSSB. So that was... A pain in the neck, to say the least, to get started, but I got it up and going, and it worked for however long I was there, so. Yeah, so we went down, so after it all happened, I went down to administration, uh, after we got our little format, and we talked about it, and, you know, there was was some questioning about, well, how is this going to work, you know, is this going to interfere with students' class time, that type of thing. Right. And we had said, no, we're going to do it during lunch. I, and they said, okay. They so said, All the right. same, so they the same time. They talked to us. So the, the same, same time, time I did it. it. I did rise above. So they, said, so they said, All right. They said, You can do a trial. And me and Miss Terry said, Okay. We'll, we'll take this on. You know, okay. Right. And they said, All right. You can do a trial. And you. And we'll see how it goes, and we'll base it off from there. Well, I'll tell you, I did not actually, the first meeting went probably not the smoothest. So, of course, the administration comes down because they want to see it. Well, as we all know, sometimes things don't always happen the way that they should be the first time around. That's typically so, how it happens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so administration, afterwards, they said, so you want to continue this, huh? I said, Yeah. And they said, all right, we'll give you another chance. The second meeting went way better, but I was really under the idea that it wasn't going to last of more than two meetings. Um, right. It did. It, you know, it, 
it went longer than I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't going to be, I don't think, you know, it wasn't going to be, we were just happy that it lasts longer than what it did. Right. So that was very happy. So, you know, I was very, very right. Oh, exactly. I was very, and it was just, you know, and it was very happy and I just, I loved it and, no one really knew that it was going to um, stop. You know, I knew that it was going to continue. I hoped after I left, and I just found out that it did. Um, I didn't think it was going to go as long as what it did right. for me. Um, and people graduated through my time that were on the committee that we worked with. Um, some stayed and some left. Right. Actually, it was really... Um, and he kind of sort of kind of was interesting. I was actually, you know, the one that kind of started it. And I had a partner that we worked with. He helped me too. But really, it ended up being after my second year of doing, well, my, we did it together the first year. And then after my second year, he phased out because we were going into, because I started it in 11th grade is when I started it. Because you were there my first year and I started in 11th grade. Right. So come senior year, he was unable to do it anymore. Um, so I kind of took it on more than what I was already doing. Yeah. And it was sort of more of a team effort, which was fine. So I took it on. And it, I think kind of that sort of helped me make it more what I wanted it to be. Um, you know, and we kind of had a system down. But, if, of course, you know, when I took it over more, me and Terry, where we developed it and got a committee together, and that was really the big piece. I think we just we're happy just to know that it continued on, and um, and then you know that was also the year that we got a new principal, so a new administration came in, right? Which so, happened here and there every once in a while, yeah, yeah. So whatever, fine. So new administration comes on, so of course we have to go down again and what we're doing and he says the same type of thing well i'll give you one trial and you have to show me that you're gonna be able to do that you know right so actually this one actually went better than the second than the first one did because we already had the system down so well that's good that was good so i was really happy about that you know it actually right. went better but it you know it was it took a while. I mean, you know, it's not easy when you're running a group, and I'm sure you know that too. And I hate to say it, but sometimes people don't follow through what they're supposed to going to be. I'm not naming any names, but people right. don't always follow them what you want them to do, so you have to pick up the pieces. Right, but you really <laughs> have that anywhere you are, though. It does. It doesn't matter right. if you're in high school or work or life in general. Right. That's t- that no, it just typically happens always happens. No, so it was fine. It was a learning curve, and I learned a lot. And then also um, my 11th grade year and 10th grade year, I had really pushed in getting some extra, um, because when I was in my other school, we had, when I came in from 9th grade, I had other clubs that I would do after school, minus sports. Right. I didn't do sports after school. I was in clubs. And I had, you know, really missed that. Mm-hmm. And had mentioned to administration numerous times and said, "Hey, can we get some clubs here?" 
you know, I want to do something after school out of sports. Right. So, of course, you know, they get together and administration writes a grant. And right. actually, to this day, I am actually the reason that we have an after school club programming because I was the one that went to administration and shown interest, and they had wrote it many times before. Well, they tried again, and the, since I had all these interests, it was really, it was just kind of, like I said, I wanted some clubs, but then it also resorted into I wanted to get some crockpots for the dorms that we could make or have them for class as well for IOS. Right. So, of course, you know, this grant comes into place, and it's kind of crazy, but it's so interesting how just a little idea turned into a whole entire program. And it's kind of cool to say that I was the one that sort of put all that together. Um, and it's kind of fun just to say that I was sort of the part of it. So it was really, really cool. Exactly. I would say so. I felt proud yeah. to be running the Rise Above chapter of OSSB. So, so I know what you mean. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I think now that I'm out of school, you know, I can have those memories. And unfortunately, it's just, you know, I wish I had more to say, but it doesn't, you know, it's again, it's that you can't, I wish I was more involved the first year. And I think I'd had more memories, but I just wasn't really that involved. And I didn't fully know what our school had to offer and the chances that I could have given the first year, I guess. Right. So, since you live up in Toledo, you and you mentioned it earlier when we first started, um, you were a residential student at the school from Sunday through Friday, correct? Yeah. So what? the way it worked was on Sundays, the bus would come back. They had a local bus system that would come down here or up here, I guess. Well, they were local, but right. anyway, you know, they came back and forth. Yeah. So the school district partnered to go with us and we would do this every week. Um, there was me and another student from our school and then, well, actually that's not true because we had two students originally and then it got into free. And then <laughs> once he went back, cause he was a foreign exchange student. So he went back to his home country. Eventually he did. Uh -huh. um, so he wasn't there the second year. Um, that actually, I don't, well, I don't know. Were you there the year that we had the foreign exchange student, or was that the year you watched? Was it Tanmay or? Yeah. He, yeah, he was He was there after I had graduated, so. Okay. I think he was there the well, year after I graduated or the second year after I graduated. I'm not exactly sure. But okay. He was there so anyway, sometime he, after I left. So me and him were actually on the same bus together, so I knew him really well through that. Because, you know, me and him were on the same bus and everything. And that was right. really, really cool. So I didn't, and you know, this is something else I regret. I never really connected to him outside the school, which I feel like I should have because we lived so close to each other. But it was just because he was so busy and I was so busy. We just didn't always have the time. Um, right. And to this day, you know, me and him kind of talk once in a while and we both say that. We wish we would have seen each other more and given more of the opportunities for that just built our friendship and everything outside of the school. Um, so anyway, so it was two of us are free depending on the year from our school and then two are free depending on the year from the deaf school. 
Right. So we went down there on Sundays, and I lived in the dorms. Sundays was kind of just get back into school, get everything ready, get your clothes ready to go, whatever schoolwork you have to finish, test or whatever you got coming up, study, get stuff ready to go. Right. Um, Mondays you go to school, then you go back to the dorms. You have 45 minutes to a half an hour to either some of us would take showers in between because we'd be because we'd be had gym that day, so we right. wanted to take a shower after school, which some of us did that, and I did that a couple times. Or if it was really cold, some of us would take showers just to warm back up <laughs> because we were so cold. I definitely understand you know, that because running back and forth to the school. Right. So some of us did that. We took showers or whatever, or we'd, you know, get homework started. I would try to get my homework started right after school, depending on the day. Um, If I had sports, that wasn't always an option. Right. Um, So we would do that, and then we would, um, you know, go up to dinner. Or the year that I went down to the apartments, the student apartments, then we would make dinner in the dorms, depending on the day. Um, Sundays we would always just get the food from the kitchen. And then Monday or Tuesdays, depending on the week, um, would be shopping day. Because if it was a holiday, then... It'd be Tuesday, right. Tuesday, because our shopping day would be on Tuesday. Right. We would eat up in the school because we had no food in the dorm. Because <laughs> that was all gone from the previous week. Right. Exactly. So we would go shopping, and then we could cook the rest of the week. Um, now, there was... To be honest with you, there was sometimes we didn't go shopping at all that week and just do dining rooms because we had some really weird holiday weeks when I was there. Like at one time we had, we would there be we would get there on Monday and it was a holiday, so then we would get there on Monday. Then there would be another holiday coming up the following week, so then we'd actually only be there until like Wednesday or Tuesday. Right. So those were kind of the weird weeks. Um, I'll be honest with you, I actually did not always go to school on those weeks. Because I didn't want to have to go back and forth that quick. <laughs> right. I so, get it. It just depended on the week, and a lot of other students did that, too. Um, so in the dorms, we did reconnoitre. Um, as the years went on, it became more and more, um, depending on what the staffing and stuff looked like. Right. So um, some of it kind of vary depending on the year when we went to the apartments we had a little more freedom on our rack because it was smaller groups so we were able to do more um which was really cool um so that was really fun and last year i felt like we did a lot more recs than we had in previous years because it was a smaller group of us again um because really they did have a couple students that were non-step students but the most of us were step students so you had in my in our dorm it was me and two other guys, and then in the girls' dorm for apartments you had maybe three or four. So there was maybe like five of us or six total. Um, so it wasn't like we really had a big group. So they were able to do a lot more with right. that part of it. Right. So I get it. That was really, really fun, and I loved it. We just. You know, we just did so much, and it was just, you know, we did all these type of things, and it was really, you know, um, the staff last year were really into getting us out in the community and going to things that we wouldn't typically do during the school day, so that was really cool. Um, We did a lot of trips that way, and just some 
things that make Columbus different. So that was what was really, really cool. So we did that. And, you know, that was just a bunch of different things. And there was just, I don't even know. I mean, I, you name it, we probably did it. We did food. We did shopping. We did this. We did movies. We did that. I mean, it was like, you name it, we probably did it last year. Right. Um, so it was a lot of fun. And the other thing that was kind of cool, too, was that the way that they did it was that sometimes we would coordinate and go with, like, another dorm. So sometimes, like, they would do guys' trips to P7, which was the older boys' dorm for the high school students, and then we could go with them and do stuff. Or we would invite them on our trip. Right. So that was kind of fun. Um, it depended on what the activity was. There was some more activities, like the shopping things that would be more geared toward the step students and student apartment students because of the way that it was done. Because like when we did short north, you know, that's a really big area. So taking all the P7 students down would not really be the most realistic. Right. So I get it. That's why some of those trips had to be just for us. Um, and, you know, there was always a couple of students that would be like, well, you know, we want to do these trips. And we always just said, there's a difference. We're in the apartment. There's some difference here, you know. Um, right. So I think that was kind of always, we used to get some students that would get a little upset because they felt like we would do things that they'd want to do. Um, but we always just kind of told them that there's a difference, you know, because we're in the apartments and we're older and that type of thing. So um, that was always fun and we always loved it. You know, we'd make Wilgo with good food, and then kind of like it was sort of fun, too, because um, last year they really kind of were having us, like, we'd work at different rec events and, like, help do different things with, like, the younger students. Right. So that was kind of fun, too. So we kind of were, in the sense, kind of almost like a, I guess, you know, cottage staff helpers, I guess you could call it. <laughs> Assistance, as I would put it, but yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, so it's were there helpers, you know that type of thing. Right. What was your favorite class from your time at OSSB? Did you do like graphics or yeah, voc- so I, vocational I, or voc- anything? I did extracurricular yeah. that would have been right. So I did culinary, iOS. Because cooking was always my favorite. I mean, it still is to this day. Well, that's Um, good. Yeah, I love cooking and that type of thing. And then I also did um, graphics for a year. And then I really, my second year, I told Mr. Grimm I want to venture out and do something else. And I really love the vending piece of it. Right. So I went into vending. And then, so I did vending and I absolutely love vending. That was really, really fun. Um. And then, so that was fun, too, because I got to work the concert in the canteen, which I loved. <laughs> right. I remember seeing you at the concerts from getting my popcorn yeah. for running yeah, the soundboard. I so I remember seeing you in the old... popcorn and all that. So I loved doing all that stuff. And that was probably my favorite. You know, graphics, I didn't really get that opportunity because that's not really what graphics is. We're on the machine. Right. But when you go to vending, you get that. So... Actually, I've always said I did like graphics, but I wish I would have did vending two years in a row. Uh-huh. I think the issue was, one, it was, you know, the way my class schedule worked. Because my senior year, 
I had um, basically, I don't know how I managed to do this, but somehow I like had all of some of like my requirements kind of completed from the other school because the way they did things, like I had half a credit in this, half a credit in this, a full credit of this. So it was really weird. So some of my things, they basically, they're like your senior year. They're like, you have to do these basic classes, obviously, um, math and reading. I think we're really the only ones I really had to do were like my final classes that had to be done. And then the rest of it was just extracurriculars all day. So I did. So then that was also the year that they put us up two students. Well, it was me and another student up in the kitchen in the school to work, um, to get paid and work for two periods up there. So actually my mornings were pretty much just spent up in the, that way working up there in the uh-huh. school. Right. So I was up there in the morning. So I would, I had PE, well, I, yeah, I think I did PE that part because I wanted to do PE again because I wanted to do that because I really enjoyed it because it was kind of like really fun to like do PE, which some of us did that the senior year because we had some extra time to do that. Right. So in the mornings, depending on the semester, some parts of it, I was just like a study hall or I could go do PE depending on the semester. And then I was up at the school for that and then up at the cafeteria working in there for two periods. And then... Um, some days if I wasn't working, I could go down and just be in culinary. Cause there were certain days that I would just hang out in culinary cause I wasn't, there was nothing to do up in the kitchen. Right. So I would do that down there and, you know, so it was kind of, that was sort of a weird year. And then I was also running the thing that I mentioned, you know, the, the new version of rise above. Right. Aware is what we call it. Yep. So I was doing that. It was, you know, senior year was a little weird. I had a lot of free time. So it was kind of different. Um, I used to joke and say that my mornings were kind of spent doing fun stuff. And then in the afternoon, I had all the stuff that wasn't the fun stuff. So <laughs> minus, right. minus ban. Um, because in the afternoon, I had to do all the non-fun stuff. But because then that was when they did my extra, you know, things that actually had to be accredited for Right. But the mornings were fun because I just did all fun classes. So as long as I did the work, I passed them so easily. And that was the best part. And I think that I wish I could, I wish every school was like that where you did all your fun classes in the morning and then end your day with band and then you're done. You know, that was probably the best part of it. Um, and that was always kind of fun because, you know, band's something, you know, you have, you have to earn your music and stuff, but it's just relaxed and it's just kind of fun because you're, you're in band and it's just a nice day to like end it. You know, sometimes it'd be a nice Friday and they'd want us go out on the field and we just stand there and practice, but you're in the fresh air and it's so refreshing and you can hear the birds chirping. And, you know, that's just the best part of marching band is you get some really fun experiences that you don't get every other place, you know, throughout the school day. Right. Um, and that was really fun. <laughs> right. Exactly. I get it. I remember those band classes. Most of them were fun. Granted, there were some some that weren't really fun, but those were far and few between. So, um, right. And I will 
be honest with you, there were a couple times I had some of the experiences too when we'd have some subs, um, substitute teachers that right. would be harder because they didn't really know what we were doing. So I've been there, done that. Kinda, yep, I know. We I just kind of sat there, and it would be hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know what you mean. Um, would you go back and do it all over again? Yes and no. I would like to put a rim down in Columbus. Don't get me wrong. You know, I love the dorms, but it was, there was some parts of it that I kind of, I had some students in the dorms I didn't fully get along with, I guess right. you could say. That, so, right. due to that, it made it harder, and I think that's kind of what, it was sort of, I think, a setback. I think that made it harder because I didn't fully appreciate the dorms as much until I went down to the apartment. Um, because then I got along with everybody pretty much down there. So I would say my first year was hard in the apartments because I didn't get along with everybody in there. And then my second year, I got along with everybody. So that made it really nice. (laughs) So I would do it all over again, but I think I would do it a little bit differently. Um, definitely do the sports more, you know, get involved with sports. Right. I think I learned, you know, some things here and there. I, I think there was a couple of times I probably should have paid more close attention to the school aspect and not do so much of the fun stuff. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I learned the hard way. You know. Some of it us didn't do. Really affect my, it didn't really affect my grades. I just had a couple of talking to my teachers about you have to make sure your academics don't fall back on you. Right. <laughs> And I think all of us have that in yeah, the beginning. I would agree. Um, is there anything else? Well, wait, I got, I was going to go somewhere with that, and I oh, okay. <laughs> went somewhere else. All right, let's go back to where I was going to go. Um, walking into OSSB the first time, did you get that overall family feeling? Yeah. So, actually, it's kind of, if you want to go back a little bit on my way of getting back down there. So, my first year, I was in a private in, a private high school up this way. Um, and I really, really struggled because it was just not really the best fit. But right. we knew, I think we knew it all year long, but I think it just took some more convincing to realize that it wasn't really the actual fit for right. me. So. Actually, you know, this is what I, and I will share this with you. Actually, um, I probably, if I would have not had so much of the issue with the home district getting down to OSSB, I actually would have graduated if you guys' class. Aha. You would have you would have been graduated of 2016. No, wait, that's wrong. It was supposed to be the year of 2018. Aha. So, okay. I get it. So, it, but do you see what I mean by that? So I graduated a year late. Because, yeah, because you stayed for step. No. Oh, because you, you went I to the private one. school and came to OSSB later. Yeah, but I missed a whole entire year of school because it took a whole entire year to come down okay. to now OSSB. Make, right. Makes sense so now. I actually had two years of 10th grade. 
I think no. No, I didn't. I know I failed biology, but that was <laughs> on my fault. But uh, we'll not. Go, we'll not. We won't go there. But yeah, right. t- no. Two. So basically, the reason I had the reason I had failed tenth grade was because I didn't have enough classroom credits because I was only getting thirty minutes of home instruction because we were going back and forth to my home district to get down to school. Right. So. Because they took, it wasn't anything I did. It was, but then when I came to OSSB, I had asked about coming into 11th grade, and they said, unfortunately, you just don't have enough credit. So uh-huh. they said, well, and it was fine. And I actually think it was better that way because I got it actually an extra year. And I earned more down there than I would have, you know, my 10th grade year. Right. So, I think it was actually better that they just kind of started me out as a 10th grader and they said, you're pretty much the same age as all the other peers in the 10th grade. So we'll just get you in their class and cycle you through and then you'll just graduate with them. So I think it actually worked out because if they would have put me in with the current senior, the current 11th grade at the time, right? I don't believe I think it would have been weird because you guys already had a because whoever was in there already had everything kind of already established for their class for what they were doing and everything. So I think I just would have been happy to say that I just went through with I didn't start out with them really in the beginning, but we still had two free years together. So it wasn't really like it was that weird because I got to know them and they got to know me. That type of thing. Right. So, you know, and, you know, that's something, too, I want to point out. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal because, as you know, students come in and out of our school all the time. Right. It's like one year they're there, the next year they went somewhere else. I get it. Yeah. Which happens anywhere you go, really, any school you go to. But I still like the fact that they put me in with the 10th grade and then just kept me through, and then I just cycled through with them through high school. Right. So, rather than just kind of putting me in a random situation. So, that was kind of nice. And, you know, you know, your first year you get your basic IOS classes and your basic O&M just to get you introductory to the school, which is nice. Um, so, that was really cool. And O&M, again, I want to touch on, you don't really, you don't realize how much it's really going to help you when you're going through it. But in the end, it really does help you. Right. You don't realize that. You don't realize how much it helps you until you're actually out there navigating the world with the... By yourself without the instructor. Correct. And speaking of instructors, who did you have for an instructor? Alrighty. So, my first year, I, I had I, I had Miss Short out all the way through, but she actually went on maternity leave, um, so I didn't actually have her all year. They ended up getting in a sub who came in. And I had him throughout the year. And then in step, I switched out to Miss McCoy because she pretty much is in charge of the step O&M. Uh-huh. So, okay. I was just wondering. Next, no, that's no, that's kind of – and the thing is I, you know, I kind of laugh at it now, but I kind of thought the guy that I was working with was really pushing me a lot, and it was frustrating, and I had shared that. Right. Um, with Miss Short out when she got back. 
but I think to be honest, I think he knew how much work I had, you know, needed, and I think that's why he did it. He saw the um, potential in you and knew that you could do it, so that's why he pushed you a little bit harder. Yeah, but I was, but I'll be honest, was I upset because I felt like he was being unfair, and I felt like, well, why is he pointing me out, and why is he doing all this? Well, the, then I learned it's going to do me better at the end, but I didn't know that till I graduated, I guess. <laughs> sometimes those lessons don't sink in till you're done with them, so... Until yeah, you've moved on. I just felt, because in my mind, I thought it was just being too much. Like, he was pushing me too hard, and I'm like, well, I can't do this, and, you know, that type of thing. Right. And I could, but I didn't know that at the time. Um, and he was really strict. I mean, he told me, he had said, you know, you're, he said, I... He said, I will go and do whatever we have to do. And he said, if you, and he said, and he said, we can get you out in the community and do all these things. But he said, I, he said, don't, you know, this is the one that I was working with as a sub. He had said, I don't care whatever it takes to get you out there and working in the community. But if it takes you five weeks and I don't see what I like, he said, you're not going in that community because there is no reason for you to be out there if you're not going to do it right. So it took me some time, you know, to be out there. Um, right. And he would actually have me do a route. And if I somehow made the wrong turn, he had me go as far as I could go until the corner. And then he would make me go back, start where we started from the parking lot, where we parked the school vans, and then go all the way back. And... He had said, if we waste our lesson of you just doing that, and that's what the lesson is, that's fine. And I say you earn something from it. So, True. He's, he wasn't I wrong. Did really I like that? No, I did not like it because I wanted to go do the fun stuff that <laughs> we had talked about that day. Right. So, <laughs> but so that we was all, kind of, you know, that was different. <laughs> we all have those troubles in orientation and mobility, but... We overcome yeah. them, and we... So yeah. it was a lot of fun, and I loved it. And then, you know, once Ms. Shortall came back, then we were able, like my senior year, we were able to do things that I had never thought of before. Like um, my senior year, part of the... Well, it was a little, like, celebration just of my achievements and everything. We were able to take the bus down one day and go get lunch right. somewhere. So me and my own eminent instructor did that. So that was kind of fun because I had always wanted to ride the city bus and had never really done that because we don't really have, we have city buses up here, but they're not as frequent as the ones in Columbus are. So that isn't really a good option for a lot of people and for me as well. Right. So um, the city buses are way better down there. So I love riding the city bus because I thought that was so cool because it was just an experience I'd never really, like I'd been on a school bus, but. You know, a city bus is just different. It's a lot faster, a lot different pace and everything, and I loved it. So I loved riding the bus, and I had my senior year, I said, you know, I really love my bus skills, and I think I've improved. And I said, would it be possible if we do a trip down and I can go get lunch on the bus? And she said, yeah, cool. So she talked to administration, and they approved it, and we just did my O&M lesson at lunch, and it was on the bus. And 
that was probably the best experience I'd ever had. And it was so cool just to say that I learned it and I was able to master it and I knew the route. And part of that was too, that summer I also did the, um, the summer prior to my senior year, I did the, um, what's the name of the program that Miss Fisher does? The transition program. Right. I know what you're talking about. I, I think it's transition or the, uh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Transition to lifestyles or it was like a transition to your adult life or, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I know so, what you're talking about. So that was also a summer we worked on a lot of bus travel in the evening with the OSU students. Right. Well, they had said, cause they knew I went to school down there and they said, okay. They said, we want you to be able to work on the bus system. Cause I was still kind of rough with it. Like we had started more like in the fall. Well, like in the mid spring is like when I started bus travel, but it wasn't really that much. So they said, all right. They said, you got your mainstream pass and you get free bus service in the evening. So would you be interested in learning about the bus more and getting more acclimated to the system? And I said, all right, we got four weeks. Let's do it. <laughs> so I was down there, and I think that's when I really started learning more about the bus. And then come senior year, because I shared that information with Miss Shortout, that's what we did. So then all of my lessons, pretty much depending on the weather, were on the bus. Because um, then I did two four-period O&M lessons. Right. So we would be out the whole entire afternoon. Um, she would pull me right after lunch. We'd get down there six period, and we'd go all the way to night. And sometimes I wouldn't go to band because I would get back like it. The end of the day. Or, right. I mean, not two ten, three ten. Right. And have five minutes, and she'd say, okay, just hang out down here. And then once it hits the time at 3.15, once the bell rings, go get your stuff and head out. So that's right. what I did. So it was really, really fun. And or if it was a Friday, sometimes we would get back around 2.10, and then she'd say, okay, you got 20 minutes if you just want to hang out down here, which I did that sometimes. And then at 2.30, we would leave, and then we were done. So, you know, we would get back, like, on Fridays. We tried not to do O&M on Fridays because we were always worried about my transportation because my driver was a little more strict. Right. So he would always say, if you're not out here by this time, I'm going believe (laughs) so i don't think he ever would do it but he said it i guess that's the way to put it so he was a little bit more strict on that end um and he would get really upset with us not just me but other students too if we were sitting around waiting so you know or not down there when we should have been that type of thing right so i get it he um so you know that was always kind of a thing and i share that information with my O&M instructor at the time, Ms. Shortout, and I had just said, you know, just to kind of let you know that piece. So she said, yeah, we're going to try not to do your lessons then just so we don't have to worry about you about that. So that's kind of why I tried doing a midweek. I think I did them, um, I don't know if I even had a day. I think it just varied depending on the week because right. she really just looked like at her schedule because I did them like, it wasn't every week. I did them like every other week because I would have four hours. So we did it. It was like once, it was like twice a month I would get it. Um, Right. She had maybe two or three seniors that she was working with. So we did swap out. 
Yep. But then there was sometimes, depending on if it was like a holiday week, we would just go together and do stuff. And then there was also a couple other seniors who were in that same type of situation. So once in a while we could pair with another student and do something together. So we did that too. I don't know if you ever did that. Did you ever get paired with like someone else to do stuff together? Uh, a couple times, yeah. So that was always really fun, and we always, um, I kind of liked that, and I had, there was a couple of students that I really was good friends with at the time. So um, my senior year, I was working with the other student in the kitchen, and me and him really got close, and we're really good friends and everything, and we still are. Um, and I had told him, I said, hey, you know, if we ever want to do O&M together, I'd love it. So I spoke to my O&M instructor, and he spoke to his, and then we would kind of like collaborate and do stuff together. So that was always a lot of fun to have that experience. And then it worked out. We did the step program together and then we worked together. And so that was, I kind of liked that we were able to like, I guess, you know, keep that friendship going throughout after our typical high school years, I guess you could say. Right. Exactly. I get it. Um, I and that's think... kind of what makes our school fun about that type of thing. Right. We do that type of stuff out of the classroom and that it's so that we can spend time with peers and we're not just sitting reading our classroom books all day. Right. <laughs> and it gets you out and prepared for life and travel after OSSB and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, as you know, there's all different types of characters that ride on the Columbus buses. So you see all different types of people. <laughs> Right. I've been there, done that. I know. <laughs> so that's kind of, I think that was really the eye-opening experience. You know, when you get on that bus, you see some interesting people that you just are not, that probably, you're just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, and they tell you that part. So you, it's definitely, it's a city. So you see all the different types of people that are walking around. <laughs> exactly. I get it. Um Yeah. I think I am out of questions, unless you have anything else you'd like to add or go into from your time at OSSB. Oh, okay. Well, I think I just want to, you know, just tell everyone, I don't know whoever listens to this, I just want to say, you know, thank you for everything, and I appreciate it. And, you know, just everyone, I think, really helped me, and I think there's, 6,000 people that I could name, you know, we could get, we <laughs> that could list, do a long list of people. <laughs> that list is a long list. Right. But, you know, it's really, I think you have to, and this is just for people that are still there and past graduates, you don't, don't sit down and say, okay, I'm just going to hang out in the dorms all day. Because if you do that, you're going to see what I did where it's, you're bored out of your mind. <laughs> and you're going to miss out on all the fun opportunities. Right. And that's part of it, too. But don't also think you can do that and not do your schoolwork. Because if you don't do your schoolwork, <laughs> things will happen that mean you talked about where you fall back and teachers talk to you. <laughs> right. So it's, I guess you have to do 50 50, I guess is. 50-50%, and I think it depends on who you talk to. Some people say it could be more, and some people say it could be less. Right. So I get it. 
you know, and I think that's kind of where we can go off on there. But I don't think there's really, I mean, I'm not saying don't do extracurriculars, but look at your schoolwork because I would say there was certain times where I had to kind of pull back from things a little bit and not be as involved in certain things because schoolwork did kind of come up. And at the end of, you know, the year, you get your exams and stuff that certain teachers do that you have to finish up. Right. And that took a lot, you know, senior year, um, we had end of the year exams and we also had testing that had to be done. And if you don't get those exams finished, obviously you can't graduate. And there were certain teachers that I had um, told me and told the rest of us that if we don't have our exam paperwork in and final projects for different classes, you will not graduate because this is part of your final grade. Right. Exactly. So you can't that's do... why I had to kind of pull back at the end of senior year a little bit because I really had to make sure I got those final projects then because I knew that that was going to affect my future. <laughs> right. And oh, I forget where I was going to go. Right. At the end of the year with all of the OSSB events, prom, elementary yeah, stuff, what have you. End of year tests, everything else that OSSB throws at you at, at the month of May. You really can't. And you also you got senior trip, which is really fun too. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> right, senior trip. So my senior trip, we went whitewater rafting. I was terrified, but when when we got out there and did it and got back, I had fun. So yeah. So, actually, um, our senior trip, we just stayed local. We went to Columbus Zoo and um, let's see, Columbus Zoo and what else did we do? What else we did? I don't remember. We did a couple of different things. You know, we went to a couple of different places. Um, I, we just kind of stayed around Columbus, which was fine. Um, we saw different things that we wouldn't typically get to do. So, that was really fun. But I think the thing happened, I don't know what all it was about, but I vaguely remember there was some issues with funding the year of our senior trip. Right. So, as always, you know, things can get in the way of different things. So, because of funding issues, that's what made it harder because of that. So, because there wasn't a lot of funding, they were able to pull some funds together and we were able to do a small version, but a lot of us wanted to go to like Cedar Point or something. I was one of them wanted to do Cedar Point for the day for our senior trip. But right. unfortunately, due to funding, that didn't happen. So actually, though, my senior year, we did get to go to Cedar Point. It wasn't for senior trip. It was with the, the band. The band went down to Cedar Point for the day. I don't know if you were on that trip or not. I did not go on that trip, no. Oh, Okay. Well, we had a small parade and then had the day at Cedar Point. So that was like the best time ever. Um, I think, I actually think last year, I don't know why I thought this, but I think they ended up going to Cedar Point as like a whole school or something. Uh Where they had talked about it. I don't know if they did. I'm not exactly sure either. I haven't been keeping up on on their podcast. 
which I've... They had talked... I had heard some rumors around the school, but as we know, things are said, and then people think things just because they want to think that's what's happening. Right. <laughs> so I don't really know. Um, Me so anyway, neither. We did see the point, and we loved it, and it was a lot of fun. And, you know, that was kind of fun because um, the last couple weeks of school, we had finished our exams. They tried to get them done before our senior trip, which was really nice, and they did. So really the last three days were kind of just getting our lockers cleaned out, cleaning out the desk. And then really that was, too, because that was also the year that they had students come back for the first time after they had um, graduated, right? Well, we didn't have to come back. The the other students did, which uh-huh. was kind of a first brand new thing. So they said, all right. They said, you guys got to clean out your lockers because everything has to be out of here. And they also said that was also the morning, too, that anything in the dorms had to be out because they were going to come through and do deep coins because the rest of us had camps coming up and camps were starting that following, that following uh, week. So like I said, I did transition to life going into my senior year and then pause did senior year. And then the next summer I just did fun camp. So I did ECC and all of the basic camps that year and then went into step programs. So it was kind of like I said, you know, there was, but obviously I basically, it was me and my parents used to joke. I really, even though I wasn't in school, I was still down in Columbus because I had seven or five camps that I did. So I did ECC, sports camp, this camp, this camp, band camp. Like I was down there seven, eight weeks. Right. So by the time camps were over, school was ready to start again. Um, and that, I think, was kind of the issue for a lot of students. You know, it was basically like they always, a lot of the youth used to joke, too. It's like we basically, we were never really on break because we would still see them. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, I get it. That was kind of, and that was part of it, too. So we didn't really go on break. We just kind of. We weren't in school, obviously, but we were there. So, you know, which was weird, though, because you felt like you should be in classes. Right. uh, Being on campus. I get it. So, I kind of, I think I enjoyed being home more because then I felt like I really was on vacation. Right. (laughs) Right. I get it. But then it was fun, too, because I attended the camps for many years and then also... And I'm sure, um, I don't know, I know a lot of people, I don't know how people know this. When you go to the camp, we also allow students that don't attend our school. Some of the camps. Not band band camp, not band camp. Not band camp, but the other one. Right. Wait, I thought, isn't there something, wait, I thought they do allow students from other schools now, right? I. That's what I heard something about that. I am not sure. Okay. I don't know if that's happening or not. I know there was talk about it. Right. The year that I had watched. They said that they were trying to possibly pull students in from other schools that didn't have the experience that had a visual impairment. So that was something I don't know if that ever happened or not. And I obviously it did not, but I don't, it could in the future. We don't know what's going to happen. 
Right. Um, or it could have already happened for all we know. Or we just yeah. don't know. All right. Right. So, oh. Well, I really hate so I appreciate uh, keeping you on. I, I appreciate keeping in contact with you and everything. And thanks for having me on your show today. No problem. Um, stand by. I'm going to wrap it up and then we can chat for a couple sec minutes after we wrap this up. So, All right. Thank you. Stand by. I'm going to wrap it up. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. And thanks for coming on this week, Alex, and sharing your memories and experiences from OSSB. Next week, we will have Mr. Phil Northrup, former or former OSSB orientation and mobility instructor on. So stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching OSSB Inside and Out Podcast. Make sure to follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on OSSB Inside and Out. Make sure to follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for OSSB Inside and Out Podcast. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Thank you for listening.